Tumbling Saber team is proud to present Worthy of Recognition, a look at the names and faces that make Star Wars an unforgettable experience and an integral part of our lives. Welcome back to Worthy of Recognition, where this week I get to talk to somebody so near and dear to this community. It's it's kind of a little bit astounding and embarrassing that we haven't had him on yet, but we finally have done it. Uh, you know him. You love him. You know you do. It's the mighty Stubaka. How you doing, my friend? I am good, Mike. Good afternoon to you. Good. <laughs> We're still... It's still morning oh, here. It's still morning for you, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep or getting deep into the afternoon here, but yes, it's a it's a good sunny day, so I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. We are we are once again buried in snow, so there's nothing nothing better to do when you're buried in snow than podcast and talk about Star Wars while doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yes. No snow here. It's uh, it's it's cold but sunny. We are getting uh, staggering amounts of snow this winter. Wow. <laughs> Well, see, we haven't got a clue over here, mate. We really haven't. We get half an inch of snow and everything shuts down. So <laughs> we haven't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not prepared for it, you're not prepared for it, right? No, if it's, no, no. If, I mean, there's no, if there's no reason to prepare for it, then don't don't bother <laughs> with it. And once in a while, it will happen and you deal with it. Yeah, yeah, we everybody goes out and stocks up on bread and milk with half an inch of snow, but um, yeah, <laughs> panic panic sets in for a day, but they were all good. End of days. Oh yes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we, everybody knows why we're here. We're here to talk about your Mount Rushmore of Star Wars, the four faces that define your Star Wars experience. You ready to do this? I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. I'm good. All right, so uh, is it is your list? I, I never really put the stipulation in to put it in order. So is you, did you put your list in order, or is it in no particular order? Or was it it's, just too hard to decide? <laughs> it's it's probably in no order except that the first name on the list would be someone that's been around since before Star Wars for me. Um, but other than that... There's no real rhyme or reason to it. I'll be honest with you, there's going to be a few uh, loopholes of a Z, shall we say? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me get Corey on the line here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too major, but um, <laughs> th- th- there's the odd one in there. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, people have loopholed it with using entire, like, collecting as a whole. Yeah, that's a loopholes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. There's, as you know, as everybody knows, there's only one, there's only one rule on this show, and that's it's no George Lucas, and that's because everybody has George Lucas on their list, which would make uh, this show at least 25 percent more boring. So, uh, yeah, we just we just assume that the flannelled one is on everybody's list of Star Wars faces. So it's gonna be, isn't it? It's got to be. So it's gotta yeah. be. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. got to be. And, uh, you know, maybe my grandkids and your grandkids at one one point in their lives will not have George Lucas on their list. And maybe that will be understandable. But uh, for the time being, Uncle George is there. So we scratch him for this for this moment. We do it with the most with the utmost of respect. But he's banned. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't think he would mind. No, no, I'm sure. I, I, I've heard he's an avid listener. I'm sure he doesn't mind. Yeah, of course. He's he's a very uh, stealthy, powerful friend. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's ease. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let, let's hit the first name on your list. Okay, right. So the first name 
is a name I'm assuming it would be very unlikely that anyone listening will know, but he's a very, very old good friend of mine called Ian Plews. Um, me and Ian met probably around the mid-70s when we were both six or seven years old, um, just before, probably just before the start of Star Wars in 77, 78 over here. Um, we met at school very young, becoming incredibly good friends and from there on in from the beginning of star wars um ian become a very important part of my star wars life I've, I've, you know without yeah that must be the way to put it yes um we let's say we've we've uh, had to explain it we've, we was at school together we live very close to each other um just become very good friends almost from the start of school. He was he's the same school year as me, but a little bit older. So I would have been around six years old. He was probably going on seven. And you know what boys can be like at that age. We become very good friends very quickly. And then um, with Star Wars coming along, um, we become just infatuated with Star Wars and, and went, every, went through it all together. It was a, It was a very very wonderful time to be around at the start of Star Wars and being that young and um, it was also brand new and um, me and Ian pretty much lived it together. We was uh, good friends from that age right up to or oh, probably about the age of about 19, 20, so quite a few years and um, we was probably barely spent hardly any time apart in all of those nearly, all those years that went after that. We've become um, I even kind of met my wife through Ian in a way, so um, for wow. a third party. So, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so that was, that my first name is definitely Ian Plews. Um, he's a big Star Wars fan, obviously. Still is. A, I don't get to see him very much anymore, but um, our childhood years was just um, full of anything to do with Star Wars. Obviously, the toys were a huge part of our lives. Uh, Ian was one of these lucky... Lucky kids that um, got ever such a lot of Star Wars toys. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to have. I'm sure your parents are probably thrilled that you had one of those friends so that they didn't have to be the ones to buy all those toys. Oh, yes, yes. And um, they, where we used to live, they had a spare room that becomes sort of almost like his, um, his toy room, shall we say. And uh, it's quite a big old room, and we used to be able to get everything out, all the toys out, and we would have like the, the massive battles between the, the Sith and, or the good, the evil, whatever we would call it back then. And, um, yeah, he, he probably had just about every every figure that was out then, uh, all the vehicles. He had a couple of Atats and... Um, wow. That was, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was... Um, Tie fighters, X wings. It was, uh, it was, it was great. It was. Uh, we we just had some very enjoyable times, and, uh, and many, many an hour would go by that we'd be playing with the Star Wars figures and or well, the toys in general. It was, uh, it was, it was good times. It really was, and uh, and he he was he was my best buddy for it all. And um, like I say we sort of drifted a bit over the years, but um, he's a huge part of Star Wars for me. Weirdly enough. Um, without realising we was both at Star Wars Celebration in Europe at the same time. I could say last year, but that would have been the year before now, wouldn't it? And uh, we only found out afterwards that we was been, we'd both been there on the same day. So uh, we we'd, uh, we should have got together and, and we could have done a lot of it together. But, 
we, we didn't even know. So it's, uh, it's good to know that even though I don't see him very often, it's good to know he's obviously still into Star Wars if he's going to celebrations. And I think he's got a he's got a, um, about a 15-year-old boy now, 16-year-old, and he appears to be very into Star Wars as well now. So um, he's keeping the line game, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lucasfilm would agree. Yes, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Yes, but... Um, yeah, so that, that's my first name up there. Um, we were always up to no good, really, and it, um, we've got into a little bit of trouble over the years together. But he was a, he was a good lad, and uh, I can always remember we um, we used to because obviously pre-internet days, and there was no no way of finding out what toy shops had what in, and we would we'd be a little bit naughty because we was only young. We would get leave home and get on buses to certain parts of town just to go and check out all the toy shops to see what figures are coming. And um, we even got on a train once and went far too far, and my mum and dad went absolutely garrity at me. They was not happy at all. <laughs> but that's that's the sort of things we used to get up to, to just to go toy hunting, you know. And um, uh, the, I think it was just after it would have been so, just after it, uh, Empire come out, and there was a local toy shop to us in South End called Berman's, and it was a, a place to really hang out to, to find all these Star Wars toys that you wanted. And they was having one of those appearances there by Darth Vader. And uh, so at the front, it was a huge group of us kids and um, all the kids were like all around him, just getting into sign autographs and um, just just being in complete awe of Darth Vader. But um, not me and Ian so much. We was in awe, but all we wanted to know was, was he really Luke's dad? And bearing in mind, we're only 10 years old and... Uh, all we were we were putting on his cape, pushing him about, and just saying, "Are you really? Are you really? We need to know. Are you really Luke's dad?" Because at that age, you t- you take everything completely at face value, don't you? And um, we we just couldn't be sure of it, and we had to get him to tell us because uh, we were obsessed with knowing whether he was Luke's dad or not. And uh, we really put the poor bloke through the mill that day. <laughs> Goodness knows who was in that costume, but uh, we really did put him through the real poor bloke. Putting the screws to a Sith Lord, how about that? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, so you guys did. You you guys saw all three OT movies together. We would. Yes, yes. It wouldn't have been uh, probably the. Th- First one, oh, we we definitely see it at the cinema together. But the first one, I would have gone with um, with, with my mum and the, the very first showing. But um, we've we went to see the yeah, all three of them. Uh, yeah, we would have seen them quite a bit together throughout the years. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's really cool to have that person that you can always look back on and say, "I shared that experience, this experience of Star Wars with this person all the way through." And then you guys kind of yeah. drifted, right? And so what happened in the prequel era? Were you guys still in touch or was sort of, you know, you're, you're, I guess you're a bit older at that point. Maybe Star Wars isn't priority number one, but did you guys take the prequels in together? No, we didn't. No, we, we would, um, whenever we got in touch and whenever we see each other around that time, we, 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 we would always talk about it and that we'd seen them, but we, we, unfortunately, we never get to sit, we never got to see them together. So, um, uh, I don't think he was particularly enamoured with the prequels at the time. Um, I was still at a point where, well, I, I think I'm, I was, it's a point I've always been at. I will consume as much Star Wars as out there I could possibly get. I, there were parts in the prequels I, I think a few of us weren't particularly overjoyed about, but it was still Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to see it. It was, it was Star Wars. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, no, no, we didn't get to see them together. We didn't see any of them together. So um, that sort of time... Um, Oh, I mean, the, so the first prequel. When was the first prequel out? I've lost. Ninety nine. What year was that? 
90, oh, right, well, that would have definitely been with my wife then anyway by that time. So, um, yeah, she she would have been coming to the cinema to see things like that with me at that point. Yeah. And so I guess you still, you're still loosely intact with the end? Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, we've... Um, <laughs> not, not that we're old, but we're, we're getting a little bit older as the years roll by. And um, unfortunately, it's, it's things were not not unfortunate with weddings, but we see each other more at funerals at the moment, more than anything, which is which is a bit of a sad state of affairs. So we need to get together and, and put that right. And uh, it would be nice to sort of get together for solo or something like that. So um, yeah, there I'll you go. Get, get, get in touch with him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you've got 102 days to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and counting. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's uh, that's how I should do. I feel yes, definitely. But uh, he's always, although we don't see each other so much anymore, he's always been a very, uh, a very good, very good friend of mine, and um, always been a huge part of my Star Wars story because um, he he was there from the beginning. That's amazing, and that's again, that's exactly the type of story I hope to get out of this show. It's it's that really personal stuff that uh if anything i hope that when when powerful friends come on this show at, at least at least put you through the exercise of who who makes up this experience for me oh yes definitely yeah i was i was talking a little bit earlier before before you recorded and i've gone through so many changes on my list and um i i had i had a list that i was definitely going to stick with right up until almost to we started recording here and i've completely gone for a different <laughs> completely different list now so um i think it's a little bit more personal the list i'm doing this time so uh yeah. excellent all right well let's 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 move right on to name number two okay so name number two is the first of loopholes that are going to be coming for a couple of these and instead of saying mum dad let's say parents because that's that's one word isn't it so <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so let's let's go for mum and dad parents um yeah, my mum has got to be a huge part of Star Wars for me because I can remember her taking me to see the very first the very first showing I ever went to was with mum. I don't think dad was there. I think it was just mum. Um, so that would have been uh, sort of early 78 over here for me, although it was uh, 77 in the States. It didn't hit over here until late, late 77. And then I think it went on national release early 78 over here. So... Um, mum would have taken me to that. Uh, luckily, mum loved it, and she's kind of loved Star Wars ever since then. So, um, through probably through all of the the summer of '78, where it was doing all the reshows at the uh, what I think you call over there, like the, the dollar cinemas, the cheaper cinemas. Right. Um, luckily, it was uh, we've got a free, had a fairly local one to where we lived, and I think mum liking Star Wars as much as me, um, took me to see Star Wars in that, uh, sort of that, the summer of 78 a lot. And uh, I was talking to her uh, a while ago about how much we went that summer. And uh, I think she probably took us 20 to 30 times to see it, just in the school holidays, just because it, it was a kind of a cheap thing to do. It was a very hot summer. And to get out of the heat, we would go to the cinema and, um, and Star Wars would be the film we'd go to see. And uh, it was it it was another huge part of how much I fell in love with the film. I mean, I loved the film anyway, but to be able to go back sort of like week after week, after, you know, through through a hot summer while being off school, it That's was uh, it was fantastic. Oh, it was it was. I still remember it very well, and I, I'll always remember how much Mum 
mum, well, she still, she was only talking the other day about going to see the, the Last Jedi. How much she enjoyed it this oh, time. So, bless her. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does like a star. She likes a Star Wars, and she likes Luke. Always, she's always liked Luke. She's Ooh. always liked Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> has, she, has she seen the Last Jedi, or is, or is she just? Yes. She, okay. No, yeah, she went to see it a couple of um, about a week or two. Week or two ago, Dad wasn't so wasn't so taken with it, but Mum absolutely loved it. Oh my goodness! So, that, so how yeah, was so it, what mom, was your mom's reaction when when Luke sort of becomes one with the Force? Did she did she well up with tears, or did she think it was a <laughs> a great way to end Luke? She thought it was good. She thought it was an absolute good way, yeah, a great way to to finish off. Well, not it's obviously not finish his story, but to bring his story to some sort of end, I suppose. And uh, now she she was. Uh, she was more than happy with it because I, I did wonder how, what she'd think of it. But um, she, yeah, she was. She, she thought it was a great idea and a great way to to start bringing through. She keeps saying they've got to bring the new ones through. She's she's got to accept that um, that the old ones are going to go, as she says. And uh, she's she's loving all the new cast as well. So oh. um, yeah, she's 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 liking the Star Wars at the moment. She really is. She sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what yeah, was the so reaction? Like, what like, what was the reaction to you as a young boy? I guess I guess they would say oh, this is fine. He's a little kid. He's playing with Star Wars. He's obsessed like kids do. But then, as you become yeah. a teenager and you're 15, 16, and you're still obsessed with Star Wars, did they say, "Hey, Stu, it, maybe it's time to move on to more grown-up things," or did they just keep stoking that fire? Do you know what I've always been pretty lucky in things like that um they've always been very supportive about it and like you said this this always stoked the fire um yeah there, there's never there was never ever a time that they they would sort of say to me that it's you know not not grow up but you know it's it was never like that they was always very good and um about the pair of them you know and always very supportive and the, there was never a problem about that um that I had the obsession. It was ne- it was never a worry to them. They was they was more than happy. Yeah, uh, as, as they always say, always dad always used to say, as long as you're happy, it's okay. So and uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much the way it was. That's awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. My mm. parents were pretty good too. They mm. didn't really ever say you know, knock this stuff off, put those toys away, and grow up a little bit. They never did that. And then once once the power of the force figures in the mid '90s came back. They were pretty supportive. They had no choice. <laughs> they had two boys in their house that were absolute Star Wars obsessives. So, and also, you know what? You're a parent. You don't know what to get your kids. They're 16, 17 years old. They they think they know everything. They've got everything. But once Star Wars comes back, you have this endless well of, of potential gift opportunities. So they were probably pretty happy with that. Just go to the toy section. Oh, here we go. Just fill up the cart. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, right it's uh i'm sure it must have made birthdays and christmases a bit more easy about what to get me um yeah to, the, it, to this day it, it was simple <laughs> yeah to the, exactly to this very day yes yeah. we're very us star wars yeah. fans are very easy to buy for mm. oh yeah definitely <laughs> yes yes yeah so that's that's sort of like how mum was involved and always involved in it um that Dad used to have to work. Every, he ran his own company, so yes, Dad, he was always at work. Dad, which was understandable. He was doing it for the family, but Dad, Dad couldn't always be around as much as he wanted to be. But um, I, I always remember that uh, when Empire came out, and when following up to that, Return of the Jedi came out. Um, there's a local paper where I live in South, and it was called the Evening. It was still is. It's called the Evening Echo, and what they did, they managed to get 
Um, they would do free tickets to the to the opening. They you you collect a few tokens out of a few days worth of um, newspapers, send them in, and they would send you a pair of free tickets to go. And it would it it seemed as though it was always before the opening of the film. It probably wasn't. It just seemed that way to me at that age. It was probably when the film actually opened anyway. But uh, that turned into something that Mum would collect the tokens, get the free tickets, and then me and Dad would go and see it on on the opening night. And um, so we went to see Empire opening night together. And then we following a few years later, we went to see Return of the Jedi together. And they were great. Just great fun screenings. It was a, the old Odeon Cinema in Southend had a huge screen in there. It was a, a really large old Victorian cinema, and um, nice. it was a wonderful, yeah, it was a wonderful cinema to go to. And to just to do that with Dad and um, Dad, Dad was really getting into it back then, and we, we just had such, such a good fun. And because it was done with children in mind, and it was uh, ever such a lot of kids in there, and they all seemed to be with with a parent, um, a mum or a dad, and it was just a, a really nice atmosphere. And uh, I, th- those two showings always really stick in my mind. That um, that was something that me and dad did, and uh, they, were, they were really, really nice times and, and really, really, really good memories. So that's kind of why mum and dad are on there, because uh, always very supportive. So, you kind of hit on it a little bit in saying that you during the summer of 78, I think, you saw Star Wars like 20 times. Yeah, in cinema. Least, yeah. <laughs> yes, what was yeah. the, I've I've never really asked anybody this, but what was that wait like between 77 78 and then by the time we had the home video release which was I imagine sometime in the early 80s. But what was that gap like when the only way to watch Star Wars was either to see it in cinema or I get replayed in your mind. What how how did you guys handle that then? It's you know what? It's a that's a really good question. It's it's hard to really try and remember. Obviously, <laughs> toys had a huge part of that, and you would reenact things. And uh, that goes back to to my 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 great buddy Ian. Um, I suppose a lot of that was all just taken up with inventing our own stories, inventing what it was gonna, what the next story was gonna be with with action figures and toys. And but to to, to sort of say like the, the remembering between how long we had to wait between Star Wars and Empire, I don't don't ever remember that being a thing so much. I probably I wasn't even probably sure if it was ever coming out. You know, if there would ever be another one, it was it was. I can definitely remember it being different between Empire and Return of the Jedi because that really did seem like a wait. Uh, I would have been that would have been between ten and thirteen, and that those years there, that that really did seem like, especially with me and Ian, which seemed like we was just having to wait forever to find out how, because we we knew that would be the tying everything up, kind of the end of it all, and um, just just you just it seems long now when I'm waiting like a year between between the, <laughs> the releases, but then back then waiting between um, between Jedi and Empire seemed like ever such a long while. So yeah, that that was a wait. Um, well, it's like yeah. you alluded to before, right? When you when you had that event in town and, and the, you attended with Ian and you were just badgering Vader, are you Luke? Mm. Are you really Luke's dad? <laughs> yeah, poor, poor bloke. Yeah, <laughs> and only little screaming kids just climbing all over him, and and, and another two just uh, constantly questioning him. I think we was the same. We we went somewhere else, and we, we it was um, Boba Fett. There was once. Obviously, we didn't have any questions for him, but uh, he just looked. We was very. Uh, that would have been after Empire, and uh, that was one of our notorious um, jump on a train chips. So we shouldn't have been doing to to. to we we somehow we found out that um, Boba Fett Boba Fett was going to be at this toy shop, and. Uh, 
and but, but that was the same thing again. This poor this poor man in this this, this costume and that people just kids just crowding and pulling <laughs> him around and because uh, me and Ian he's knew probably was, terrified. Uh, Here's he this had, guy who's supposed to be oh, the most fearsome bounty hunter and he's probably quaking in his boots. Yeah, oh, don't. Yeah, we was trying to get him to, to give us Wookiee scalps and all different things. It was just just for the poor man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I guess like yeah, but... when you're between, when you're seven years old or eight years old, when M- when A New Hope comes out, when Empire drops a few years later, it's probably just drops. And you're like, oh wow, look, a Star Wars movie. But, yes, yeah, I think it, I'm trying to, you know what, I tried to remember that far back, I think it probably was, but I'm sure like the, the months building up to it, we realised what was what was happening and um, probably in things like Starlog magazine and things like that, that, were, that we was all just trying to get as much info that we could, but um, it, it's, yeah, it certainly didn't seem like the, the huge weight that there was after Empire. I mean, once Empire went out and we, we see what happened to Han and, uh, and where we were going from there, it was a, it seemed like a, an incredible long time to have to wait to find out what's happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Things change quickly. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's, let's move ahead. So you have Ian and your mom and dad. And then so mm-hmm. we're on to number three. Yeah, we're going to do, <laughs> do another loophole. <laughs> You were making Corey be, very proud. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I, it's, I'm I'm turning two people sort of into one thing uh, again, as I did with mum and dad. I think I'm going to go with um, my wife and daughter. Actually, that, that's Kelly and Ella. Um, Kelly, uh, Kelly and I have been together for thirty years this September, so we've got a lot of time there and she's always been incredibly supportive of whatever geek thing I'm into and doing at the time she's always been really supportive and obviously Star Wars has always been there and luckily she was always a before we obviously before we met luckily she was a Star Wars fan anyway not not Star Wars fan like you and me but she was a fan of the films and and like Star Wars Um, but she's always been very supportive um we love to see the films together she doesn't do the midnight shines with me and ella but um she, we're there the next day um and it's been it's just been so nice to have somebody to share it with and to to go through it all with and i must bore a silly sometimes the way i go on about it and she always listens and never tuts and never gets fed up with it and it, it's just um been a wonderful part of the experience and um yeah even um even coming to cons with me and um she she come to celebration with me uh, the other summer um celebration london we did the first celebration london which was what 10 years ago this year we did that one together and ella come to, to that one with us and uh uh, they all enjoyed it. Ella loved it. Kelly really enjoyed it. But the one we went to more recently, um, Kel really got into it, and she was really taken back by the um, the, the, the community and the, the feeling of almost, I suppose, the feeling of belonging. She was quite overwhelmed by it and, and was really pleased that she went because she wasn't at one point she wasn't coming with me, and then she decided she would do, and um, she she absolutely loved it. So, uh, yeah, so Kel's definitely. Um, obviously a huge part of my fandom same as with Ella um, Ella can be a little bit geeky like I am at times um, <laughs> she, 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 <laughs> she really got into Star Wars when the Clone Wars um, sort of hit 
I try, I'm not sure how old she would have been then, but she wasn't that old. And we went with, obviously, Dad being Dad, we had to go and see the film, the, the animated film at the, at the cinema. Um, she she quite enjoyed that. Um, but then when the TV series hit and um, we were we were watching them, that was really um, a time where we really bonded over Star Wars. She really, really got into the Clone Wars. And um, we... we, we pretty much watched all of that together she sort of waned a little bit over the last couple of years she's not really she, she obviously she loves doing the cinema trips for me to see star wars but um she hasn't quite really been been there she's a big gamer so a big online gamer so that's really her her geekdom but um i just sort of introduced her to to um rebels uh, recently, but, I mean, obviously, I've been watching it since the start. But I've just Ella's just started watching it from um, from the last season, and and she's really got back into a bit of Star Wars again. And we've both enjoyed watching Rebels together. She's really got into it. So, um, excellent. So yeah, the, yeah. So Kelly, Kelly, and Ella are a huge part of my Star Wars. So um, yeah, yeah, they've definitely got to be there. Well, it, it makes it makes it easy. I mean, a lot easier when you're as obsessed as we all are with Star Wars and we just want to watch the movies over and over, read the books, read the comics, play with or at least collect the toys. I don't know if you still play with them. But when those closest to you, when your wife and your daughter and your parents support it and encourage it even, it just makes it makes you feel so much more comfortable in doing that because I'm sure there's a lot of people. It's like a trope in sitcoms, right? Or in movies where it's like the the husband and the wife move in together. I guess before they're married, but you always see the the husband just begrudgingly trudging to the cor- to the curb, and he has to throw out all his nerd stuff because you know, using <laughs> yes, air quotes, yeah. the wife makes him throw it all out, and get rid of it all because she doesn't want it in in her house. It's kid stuff. So yeah, there's always yeah. that thing going on. But when when you have your, your a wife or a parent or girlfriend or whatever that encourages it and even welcomes it, it just it just makes you feel so much more alive and welcome about the whole thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think Kel was under no illusion. She always knew what she was getting into with me, so um, she's only got herself to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, w- I would say the same about my wife. She, we were we were coworkers before we started dating, and she knew she knew full on that I was a Star Wars obsessive before we started dating. So, yeah, absolutely, she knew what she was getting yeah, into. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it, what, yes, what's interesting is that you mentioned. And I don't know if this is necessarily true, uh, but for Ella, the entry, almost maybe the entry point or the the thing that cemented her into Star Wars was the Clone Wars. Now, I'm sure she had seen the OT as a younger kid, but really the thing that lit her up was the Clone Wars. And it's funny because you you and I and most people listening to this obviously had the entry point of the the original movies. But as we go forward Mm. here and we have so much more stuff to look forward to, both in movies and on TV and streaming services and whatnot, that's going to splinter and change. And it's, mm. it's, it's really interesting to hear that now because again, like you and I, it's when it's, it's always a new hope. That was our way in. And that, that's, you know, down the line, other, other kids will say, no, my way, my way in was the Phantom Menace or the Clone Wars or whatever Ryan Johnson is doing. It's going to be really, really interesting in the future to hear that. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, I do I do get a um a huge kick out of the fact that 
there are always well, obviously there's always going to be new fans coming in but to um friend seeing friends younger because obviously Alice 19 but to see friends younger children and to see how much they're enjoying the new film and, the, and all the new toys uh, it's a, I get a real kick of the fact that that it's still going and there's still kids coming to it and uh, still children still children getting so much enjoyment out of it and I, I love that it's great to, to know that seven-year-olds are still getting the same sort of joy out of it that I was when I was seven and eight. So that's brilliant. I love that. Now, it'll be interesting to fast forward 30 years from now <laughs> and still see what, you know, what does somebody at, you know, at retirement age in their golden years, what does Star Wars fanship look like when you're 70, 80 years old? <laughs> I would yes, love to know that. Obviously, yeah, it's unanswerable. But I, I, you know what? I would love to maybe speak with a, a really old Star Wars fan today and say, what, what do you think of all this? Is, is it, are you into this still or are you punching out because it's all too much for you? I would love to ask that question. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I tend to keep off of Twitter though. <laughs> um, <laughs> <at> my, <laughs> Twitter can get a little bit full on sometimes. I'm very lucky with Twitter. I, I seem to keep away from a lot of negativity, but um, Twitter from, from people that I talk to can get very full on with uh, with Star Wars. Well, I suppose it can get on very full on with a lot of different types of fandom. But uh, oh, if, yes. if, I would definitely tell the 80-year-old to keep away. <laughs> Absolutely. Unless you're, you're grumpy yeah. enough that you can just shoot back. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, well, I hope, I think when you get to that sort of age, you you pretty much don't care what you say anymore, I should think, so you let people have it. Yeah, the, the filters kind of come off a little bit. Go. Oh, yeah. The filters are gone. The, <laughs> the censorship, the editor is sort of retired. It's, whatever's in my head is coming out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yes. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> well, you mentioned something. I I, I just got to ask. What other, There's other fandoms that you're into, other geeky stuff. What What other geeky stuff mm. sort of turns your crank? Yeah, I've always been a geek. I've always liked geeky things. Um, so I suppose I'm a big fan of Marvel comics cinema tv series um huge fan of marvel and because because of the because of my age marvel was actually there before star wars was there for me so before being a, a huge star wars fan from sort of 77 78 onwards uh, it was really all about marvel for me um oh, I, I love marvel comics i love love the films um i don't follow marvel quite as much now as i used to it's impossible. Um, I certainly, <laughs> it is, yes, yeah. I certainly don't read as much as I used to. I used to read ever such a lot of comics, but I just don't get the time anymore. Um, make sure I see all the... Uh, one thing I try to do is make sure I see all the films in the cinema and try to watch all of the TV when it comes on. I'm, um, like with Netflix and things, try to keep up to date with that. But that that if you're going pre-Star Wars, Marvel was my my... my huge geekdom it really was full on yeah yeah it's a good point i, I um, i've i've had to almost drop out of marvel comics it's there's just too much now i don't know where to start i don't know i don't know what's which way is up anymore with marvel and the movies are so good that i feel like i'm getting a the essence of marvel from from netflix from the cinema stuff so i'm i'm kind of mm. okay with that yeah yeah definitely yeah for for someone who 
like myself, has been reading Marvel now for well, at least 40 plus years. I'm at a point now, though, that because I don't keep up with it enough, I'm the same as you. I'll go to it now, and I've a lot of titles I just feel like I've been left behind in, and I just think, no, I just I haven't got the time to keep up with it anymore, and to all the inclination, all the money, probably to just to, to, to just be so full of. It has to be. I think I've got to a point where Star Wars is is the main fandom. It, it has been for forty years, and I'm sure it will be for another forty years. But um, and then everything just sort of slots in second secondary. If there's other things going on that um, that they'll come after Star Wars. But yes, uh, Marvel is a huge part. It still is, but just not as, not as big as it was. I I totally get that. Yeah, Marvel was. Yeah, Marvel is also one of the things that that turns me on as far as fandom goes but it's 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 kind of altered and morphed into a different thing uh what else what else oh, do you got yes. are you a star trek guy a doctor who guy um star trek uh, i star trek's one of those things i just kind of watch and i was probably a little bit more into it when i was younger probably found star trek a little bit more in the the the, the dark star wars years when it was so hard to get hold of anything uh so hard to get hold of anything to do with star wars or to watch or to read or as we say the dark times were very dark and it was it was it was really hard so i probably might have gone a little bit towards more towards star trek in those in those years um doctor who's it's not really a, a big thing for me i've watched it in the past but um once again when i was younger i i liked doctor who more then that really don't watch it at all now. I was watching it a, a little bit with the, the since it sort of restarted again a few years ago, but I, I don't watch it at all anymore. Um, I don't. I'm not really sure about it. It's, it's it's so it's so Star Wars and Marvel for me. I'm not really sure if there's anything else there at the moment. <laughs> they are things both... come and go. Things come and go, but uh... <laughs> well, those are two things: Marvel and Star Wars. Both interestingly, both owned by Disney, that are just so wide and so deep that that's enough. That is more than enough. Oh yeah, yes. I don't need anything else. It's, uh, it's uh, all my time's taken up with that anyway. I, I couldn't even add another fandom in there. I don't think. Um, no, no just, there's no time. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see if, with again all this new Star Wars stuff coming, is it going to? Will it end up being Star Wars and nothing else? Is it going to be good enough to be to merit that kind of dedication? Well, I'm I'm really mm. curious to see where the future of Star Wars is going to take us. It's going to be really really cool. Oh, definitely. Exciting times. Yes, yeah, really is. Yeah, yeah. What a time to be a Star Wars fan. It's just amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's let's round <laughs> out your list here. Number four. Righto. So um, number four on my list, and uh, you can have to bear with me a little bit here. I hope you don't mind. But number four on my list is Tumbling Saber. Uh, your <laughs> your good self, uh, Corey, James, Carlos, uh, right through to him and Steve now. Um, I, I spoke to you a few weeks ago and uh, you kindly sort of spoke about me on the podcast about how uh, it's hard for me to explain, but I've obviously, as we've spoken about, always been a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, it's always enjoyed it with with my family, but um, and, and Ian. But other than that, it's it's kind of been a little bit introvert. It's it's always something that I haven't really had many other people around me that are Star Wars fans as such. But um, you guys and getting. Help of getting on Twitter a little bit more, and then finding your podcast pretty much from almost from your beginnings. And um, I, I've said it; I won't go on about it too much because I've said it before. But you guys really uh, have changed my Star Wars fandom how it is now. Um, so much of the interaction I do now on Twitter and 
and obviously through my podcast listening is down to your good self and all you guys it's um it's changed it's changed how i view my fandom and um all, all for the better and um it, it's 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 made my fandom a very, very happy place, and it's wonderful. And that's that's down to you guys, and I oh, can't thank that's you amazing. enough. Thank you so much for saying that. But it's funny you. That's my. It's true. Sorry, mate. Go on. Oh, it's all right. I mean, it's 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 kind of humbling to be included on a list like that. <laughs> uh, but it's you... all true, though, mate. It's it's all true, all of it. <laughs> um, you you mentioned though. And it, it's, it's something that I, I can echo as, as being introverted as a Star Wars fan. It, it's just something that you don't really share that much. You kind of keep it to mm. yourselves and you kind of keep it to your immediate family. But then it was the same for me. Like growing up, I had Corey that, the whole time, obviously. Uh, but I didn't have any other friends. I had uh, cousins who got – we got all got into it at the same time. But we, mm. didn't see, yeah. we didn't see them more than two, three times a year. So you know, that's mm. very limiting. And my friends – were not super into it either. They they knew it. They knew I loved it, uh, and they kind of loved it as sort of a, a novelty, as sort of a trendy hip thing to like, like vintage, like in the mid '90s when Star Wars was coming back. Like Star Wars had, had become cool again, and to have the vintage T-shirts and all the all the old stuff from the '70s was was cool, just because it was yeah. old and retro a little bit. But nobody. Uh, none of my friends at the time were into it to the degree that, oh, let's watch Star Wars. Let's talk about this. Let's let's really get deep into this. I only had really one friend who collected with me. Mm. And, boy, we took some long bus trips together to some really <laughs> far-flung places around here. Like, we have a Hasbro distribution center here. And we took a, a, bu- oh, a like yeah. a three-hour bus ride to get there. Oof. It was terrible. <laughs> but at the end, we got, we got ourselves that little Mace Windu... Uh, phantom menace preview figure if you if you recall that action figure oh yes yeah 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 and while we were there we're just like oh, what else worth. do you have here and they had those little bomar monks <laughs> those little spider guys from from jabba's oh, palace wow yes i know yeah the 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 the, uh, the mail away ones i think they were over here yeah it might have we... been uh, <laughs> yeah it might be mail away for us to get them over here yeah definitely i know what you mean yeah so we got we got ourselves one of those while we were there so it was well worth the trip but to have friends like that were few and far between and then once you get mm, into adulthood, oh, yeah. here we are now in our 30s and 40s. It's kind of gone away, but podcasting it was a way for me to kind of break that introverted part of me, put my fandom out there, and then see what happens. And then, you know, we get good people like yourself and all the powerful friends who, who jump in with both both feet. And we're all sharing this stuff together now. So it's it's I love how podcasting oh, is this medium that feels intimate yet very... Uh, shareable with with the world it's very very cool that way mm, yeah definitely i mean um yeah it's it's uh it's probably a bit of an american saying but it's, it's been a game changer for me it really has it, it's 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 been wonderful and um obviously all you all you good guys there and, and then because along with that you get other people coming on you know ads bradley there's Dave Donovan, isn't there? There's Matt Kego. It's, it's just so many wonderful people to meet along the way as well. Everybody, yeah. everybody who I'd now consider as good friends. You know, it's just, it's just been it's been brilliant. Absolutely, it, that, that has been the most uh, rewarding part is to pick up friends virtually everywhere. You know, we have, mm, we have like you said, yeah. we have Kego in Australia, and we've got Dave in Ireland, and the UK is just full of you guys. <laughs> I didn't expect. <laughs> I honestly. <laughs> Didn't expect to get. Fr- uh, I, I thought maybe somehow I would gain some traction in in Canada, in my own hometown. I don't know why I thought that. It just mm. maybe you just naturally gravitate to that. 
but for some reason yeah. we have some of our best listeners in the UK and obviously the US is is very big too but I, I don't know how you guys overseas latched on to us or how we all kind of mesh together but it works and I love it it's amazing oh it really is mate it's brilliant absolutely amazing yeah yeah brilliant wow all right so that's that's your list <laughs> I can't believe we're on that list. That's my list. That, that's a pretty good list because <laughs> I, you didn't. There's no. There's no Luke Skywalker. There's no Han Solo. And this. This is exactly oh. what I was hoping for. This show is is to get personal and stories. Really, and I'm glad. I'm glad we got that here. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I went that route because um, I've gone. Through, I was saying I've gone through so many lists, and I did have that. So it was so close to being that list of being John Williams. Uh, Luke, Leia, um, and obviously Carrie. Yeah, any Luke and Leia, I mean Mark and, and Carrie, and uh, and that was that was the route I was going to go. And just at the last minute, I just thought, no, let's just mix it up a little bit and sort of go from the heart a little bit more about people that have really, really have made that difference in my Star Wars life. And um, I thought that was the way to go, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm thrilled that you did, and I'm sure everybody listening is is pretty thrilled as well because. We we can all share reasons why Han is the coolest guy and made, meant so much, but yet to really dive deep and say, "Oh, my parents and my my best mate growing up and my wife and daughter that that is that is cool stuff." Yeah, yeah, it is, and uh, so it's uh, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure to tell you, mate. It's been brilliant. Absolutely. Well, uh, Stubaka, <laughs> this was a thrill. I can't believe it's been this. It's been a couple years that we've known each other now, and it's taken this long to get on the line with you, but uh, it's, it's been an absolute thrill to finally speak with you. Oh, it really has, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much, mate. It really has. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's flown by. I've yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Thank you. Yeah. And well, thank, I have to thank you. I mean, it's, it's hard to put into words how, how much you mean as a pillar to this community. I mean, you, you do oh. so much to support us. I mean, beyond being a powerful friend, it's, it's just the, the constant encouragement and, there, there's there have been a couple times where I've just felt so tired and just feel like pushing this podcasting boulder is like, oh, God, I need to take a break. And then I get it out of the blue. A direct message will come in from Stu saying, I, I love what you guys are doing. It's it's really helped me uh, rekindle my fandom. Please keep doing it. I, I love what you're doing. And I go, OK, this is why I'm doing this. And in, the boulder suddenly becomes 10 times lighter in that one instant. And you know you just keep you just keep moving and you know things keep things yes. keep falling into place and it's because of encouragement from from people like you that just make this so worthwhile so thank you for i mean and also you again i got a package at my door <laughs> one day I, I told this story on the podcast a couple months ago what is this what is this yeah. package at my door it looks this box looks familiar and i, oh, I cracked yeah. it open and recycling baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah recycle reuse and so yeah, yeah. And, and i opened the box and you've helped us out with some gifts and uh, to share with the powerful friend community and it's that kind of thing that is gonna at the end of my days at the end of this whole podcasting journey or star wars journey it's gonna be things like that from people like you that will stick out to me as uh, the people on my mount rushmore of star wars for sure like <laughs> we talk about loopholes like the powerful friends will be <laughs> <laughs> its own thing on my Mount Rushmore. There's, there's just no two ways about that. 
So thank you, oh, Stu, no, for being a part of that. Powerful friends. The powerful friends are awesome, mate. They're, they're, they're wonderful people. So yeah, yeah. And and it's my pleasure, mate. Um, yeah, I, I I can't like I say I keep going over it. I can't thank you guys enough. But uh, it, it, believe me, it's been my pleasure. It really has. Yeah. Well, Stu, this this has been a pleasure. Thanks for thanks for taking time out of your weekend to talk with us. And uh, we'll have to do it again. I, I I told this story a couple weeks ago where I got to speak with Bradley. On mm. uh, just just randomly, he's like, hey, "Let's get on the line and, and Skype." And we, I, I got a story for you. So we we got on the Skype and we chatted for a good hour. No no podcast, yeah. no recording. Just just hang, hanging out, chatting on Skype about yeah about all kinds of stuff, and it was great. So uh, that that is more than open to anybody. If, you, if we don't have to record anything, but you know, just just uh, fire up Skype and just be- hang out for a cup for a little bit. That, that is that is definitely be- something. To look forward to, and that we can do absolutely. Brilliant, mate. Sounds great. Brilliant, mate. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. All right, so that that brings us to the end of Worthy of Recognition, and what a great episode it was. Uh, everybody, you can follow Stu at Tales of Geekdom on Twitter. I, I'm I'm sure most of you are doing that already, as you should. But if you're not, that's the address on Twitter. So do that. Yeah, put some, put some positivity I. in your timeline. <laughs> no, we try our best. <laughs> ah, you do it effortlessly, my friend. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Go and have yourselves an excellent weekend, and we will talk to you in the next episode of the Tumbling Saber podcast. Mm